0: All right, levels, levels.
1: Levels, levels.
0: Okay, I'm actually a little bit loud. One second. All right, levels, levels. Nope, that that made it louder. <laughs> levels, levels. Ooh, oh
1: yeah. Ooh, you're so quiet and mysterious now.
0: All right, so we have that up. Did you see the stuff I put in the dock?
1: Yes. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now.
0: You're doing more than I am uh, then. Give me just a moment to pull it back up. uh uh-huh. Uh, so the first thing I put in here was, well, okay, no, I'm going to, because I want to talk about it, I'm going to put wormwood in for the first thing, which is my dice tray. (laughs) Do you know of wormwood at all?
1: Uh, no, I don't.
0: So Wormwood, it just makes people spend a lot of money for dice trays and DM screens, stuff like that. Ah, I see. So I'm going to send you a picture. I am taking this, but I did buy it with an objective. Whenever this whole virus thing wraps up, I have a guy that lives probably 10, 15 minutes away from me. That he has a huge, he has a woodworking shop the size of his house. Oh, yeah. And he said just while he's making a dining room table. That is nice. So it's him and his wife, and they have six kids, six or seven kids. (sighs) That's so many. And so it's going to be a big table. And he said I could just kind of sit there and watch and ask questions. And and then after he gets done with the dining room table, I just have small things like dice vaults or dice trays or, you know, wood wood, um, DM screens and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And he said he'd be perfectly happy if, you know, for me to just come by and use his shop to do that stuff. So that's awesome. I bought it with that intention that I would take this and look at it and you kind of use it as an example of a dice tray that I would want to wait. So did you get that, uh, that picture I sent you?
1: I did. Yeah, it looks super nice.
0: I was kind of sad because I bought it with, uh, it was a special that they were running this month where you could buy the dice tray, but there was a random chance table of what wood would be used. The more common ones had like 25% chance, 25% chance, 15% chance. And the more rare and expensive woods like Bolivian Rosewood or Ebony or something like that had like 5% chance, 1% chance. And so in my head, I'm like, I'm special. Like I got, I got this. The 1% chance is mine. Uh-huh. And that was not the case. I got, I got the one that was uh, re- Redoc or Lidoc or something. And and it was the one that was 15% likely to arrive. <laughs> and so I'm not as special as I thought, but, uh, but that's okay we never are that is my dice train i look forward to over the next uh, couple of weeks or in and ne- in the next couple of weeks depending on how things go we just we just got our stay at home order an hour and a half ago and so Aww. things have now developed even more but i'd like to be woodworking and doing some of that stuff without spending a ton of money yeah, so on that thing we just got our stay at home quarantine order at uh, 5 30 today for Washington. That's right. What uh, are you guys you guys are not yet at that point, right?
1: We're not there yet. Um, from what I understand, you're kind of at the epicenter of it all, right? Or very close to it. So
0: Seattle is Seattle is the big problem in that area, and mm-hmm. we're about 3 hours away mm-hmm. from there. Yeah. But it did Yeah. What is today? So so last Tuesday, we got the first confirmed case. But we I mean the impression was that it had it had already been here for a little bit, and by now we've had I think three or four deaths. In the Tri-Cities already. Oh, wow. And it's actually, so right now, right now there's a, f- just with the numbers of confirmed cases versus, um, versus deaths, um, we're actually at 5% fatality in Washington, which is a lot higher than the initial 2% that was being thrown around mm-hmm. in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And so that number, that number is a little high because there was an entire life care center facility that pretty much everybody got infected.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think I yeah so
0: folks that. are looking into that but that accounts for a lot of the the infections and a lot of the the deaths unfortunately but because of that hopefully the number you know the ratio is lower than it currently is right we right. just a lot of our a lot of our economy is with still with the Hanford nuclear waste site that we have here in town and they just so Monday we got uh, my, my I knew this because my roommate was home the the DOE was having everybody not come in today as they were doing a planning day to try to figure out how to still have the job be done and but maintain the social distancing and so that's uh, so everybody most of the people from Hanford except for the essential workers that just have to make sure that nuclear waste does, doesn't flow into the river or something <laughs> but everybody else right. is off. Yeah. And then in 48 hours we start our stay at home orders. Luckily, all of the work I do is is, is considered essential. Nice. So I was I was kind of hoping to be, you know, legally ordered to to stay at home and do nothing. But uh, but that is mm-hmm. not the case. Stuck at home at uh, Luckily my other group does enjoy roll 20 as well. And so hope is not lost for my other <laughs> campaign since I was had been an in-person mm-hmm. one. I actually have one. I actually have a uh, one of the couples that are in the group um, are self quarantined, anyways, because um, they may have been they may have been oh, exposed, no. and so they just hanging out.
1: That's that's rough, man. This is getting. I mean, wow. I mean, what a week ago, two weeks ago, I was laughing at this thing, but uh, now it's like getting getting real, man. Like in Utah, I think um, there was a night. Over the last week, that our confirmed cases doubled overnight. Yeah, so that's,
0: that's eye-opening, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, no, it was there was a there was a pretty quick shift in the chat for all the deliveries mm-hmm. of when this started, uh, like when this started to become a bigger deal. Yeah. And it was a couple of days after. Well, it was probably two weeks after Italy started going mm-hmm. downhill. Pretty much, just one person said very blankly in the chat. She's like, "Hey, three days ago, I was I was making fun of all this, but uh, but I'm just letting you guys know I'm pulling back and <laughs> I'm just going to go uh, radio silence on this now because this looks to be getting more uh, more yeah. serious. And there's still a lot of people that that uh, now they're now they're the unpopular people in the chat. The people that are still, you know, they'll say like the corona the corona cold instead of the coronavirus. Oh. Uh-huh. You know, just just trying, you know, with this this thing that it's uh, it's not that big of a deal, but. But, uh, you know, it's it kind of is whatever it is. A five percent fatality rate in Washington is not. Yeah, not that's. Good. Uh, yeah, so,
1: yeah, that's a big deal.
0: But and I know uh, I got some folks in. I don't know if I already said this last on Thursday in California. And this will probably be the same thing here now with their stay at home order. It's a misdemeanor to be out without you know being out for one of the approved reasons. Wow. Like going to going to a store, or going to get something, or going to check on a family member or something like that. If you if, if you're not going for those mm-hmm. reasons, it's misbehavior, and that's and that's just the their intention isn't to arrest people because that doesn't yeah, help no, anything. Not,
1: absolutely not. It's just to. It's probably the story I make up with that is is to make it serious to the people who aren't taking it serious. Uh, which I completely yeah, get Exactly. Be- being formerly one of those people who wasn't taking it serious. I'm, I have been not severely humbled, but uh, quickly and sufficiently humbled by the statistics that are coming up uh, now. So that's, I mean, yeah, it's, I'm learning that it's not uh, something to laugh at. Did you hear that? Or have you heard that they're trying to give, send out stimulus checks to like every U S resident? <laughs>
0: No, I can't <laughs> uh, yeah apparently I, mean, I, I heard there was like a stimulus a stimulus budget of like a trillion dollars or something
1: or uh, President Trump's trying to send out a thousand dollars to every adult in the country and then <laughs> yeah and then like X amount of dollars for kids, business owners to like help them stay in business during the quarantine and everything. so they are yeah. uh, looks like they're really prepared or prepared to and trying to send out help like lots of money.
0: Yeah, you know, uh, that's, that's, yeah, uh, I'm not going to act like I know anything <laughs> about money, but like, I don't, you know, speaking honestly, like I'm not in a position of needing mm-hmm. the money. Obviously, I'll obviously, you know, if I get a check for a thousand dollars, but then I think about all the, all the people that are in my situation that are also going to to get a thousand dollars. It's like, that's a lot of people, you know, that's a lot of people. It's a lot of people that don't, that don't need the money and maybe it inflates the market and, and I'm sure they're aware of that. hmm you sit there and wonder how long that's going to last. And all the, because that's the, no matter who, how big the virus is and how deadly the virus is, the business stuff that's, and we've already talked about this, but the, this, the business stuff that's going to be affected for years. Yep. And so that's the biggest concern in this trillion dollar stimulus thing. And I drive around, I've already, you know, I've taken probably just in the last week, I've taken a dozen people around Mm -hmm. that have already been laid off from their work, working at either working at a restaurant or working at a bar. Mm -hmm. They've all been Mm -hmm. let go. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But at the same time, grocery stores are hiring waves of people. They're just begging for help uh, on overnight crews to just stock shelves. So that's that's something that I've talked about with my wife, briefly, just briefly.
0: Doing something like that temporarily.
1: Yeah, just to just to help out,
0: you know. Yeah, I mean, all those guys. I mean, every like at least in my stores, like everybody's getting pay raises at the grocery stores. Everybody, mm-hmm. I mean, they're all they're all dead tired, but they're all getting pay raises. They're all <laughs> yeah. They're hiring more people. Instacart, is one of the apps that I do, where we mm-hmm. go and grocery shop for people. Yeah. Instacart just made an announcement. Today that it is trying to hire three hundred thousand people. Wow! To deal with this. Wow. Which is which is great, and and obviously the people that I've that I've taken groceries to, it's it's just a good it's a good service right now. It keeps yeah yeah it uh, it keeps the stores a little bit less busy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, keeping people out. Keeping people out. They just you know they have to they have to wait a little bit longer because mm-hmm. it takes a little bit to get to their order and then complete it and all that. Right. But you know that's kind of the preference for some of the stores, and and mm-hmm. we've been on the chat with, uh, we've had we've had Instacart people that, uh, you guys have a co- yeah, you guys have a Costco there. Um, oh yeah, yeah. So uh, one of the one of the gals that has been doing it for a couple of years, she's been posting her correspondence with the general the with the building manager, the general manager of our Costco. Uh huh. Because they've been working directly with us on how like we because we by now just go into a completely separate entrance of the building mm. than other people do. Wow. Um, so we, we go, we go through the, we go through the um, loading bay um, <laughs> just to get, uh, just to get directly into the, into the store. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're, and we're working with them on that. And it's, and that's not the only store that that's happening to. Yeah. Um, Just to try to try to deal with that. And then all of our stores, Or at least um, a couple of them have specific hours now in the morning for immune compromised people
1: yeah for seniors for yeah, seniors and, uh, yeah, and compromised people yeah okay that's cool yeah so uh yeah. smiths we have smiths here in utah it's it's like a kroger's i've heard um yeah. or they they carry kroger brand most of everything so they've they've set aside the seven o'clock hour every morning for for those people as well
0: yeah i didn't notice so kroger is a lot bigger than i thought i thought it was just like a a chain over there but um but like Smith's is, is owned by Kroger. It's just a different name. Mm -hmm, Right. And then I, for, you know, when I was over there in Utah, people would ask me like, do you have a Kroger?" I'm like, no, um, like yolks or, or Fred Meyer is probably the, probably the closest we have to a Kroger. Mm -hmm. And just one of the news articles today had Fred Meyer in it. And, um, Fred Meyer is owned by Fred Meyer is a Kroger store. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. And so I didn't, I didn't know this. And I thought, I thought Kroger was just one of those things. that was just completely not in Washington. Mm-hmm. But Fred Meyer is just is just the the Kroger one that we have over here, and we have we have two Fred Meyers, and they are huge. Mm-hmm. They're probably bigger than the Walmart superstore that, that we have in town. Wow! And so they are they are large stores, and they uh, one of them is one of them's like multi leveled, and so they don't mess around over there. <laughs> yeah, boom. I've had hospital nurses that I've been taking around, and then I've had the the grocery store workers, mm-hmm. and yeah, I've been very. <laughs> I'm grateful for what they're doing because I, I would not have the energy to, to do what they're having to keep up on right now.
1: Oh, yeah, I'm sure.
0: So you see on the notes, and I don't think I've already told you about this, but my police Uber ride. No, you haven't. Ago, did I tell I you about s- that?
1: No, I saw that and I got excited. I'm excited to hear about so, this.
0: I, I preface everything by saying it. You know, she the girl was making light of it at the end <laughs> uh, and, she's, and she's totally safe. Uh, so that's 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 what I preface everything oh that's so, this just uh, my excitement just got so much higher <laughs> for this story so it's already two thirty in the morning, and nice. I have just gotten i just wrapped up a twenty dollar ride that brought me a block away from my house oh man nice. I was like oh this is the dream to get paid <laughs> to go back home yeah is is what I tried to do every night uh-huh. and this has just happened, and I get another I get another one as I'm driving home. Um, just a block or two, Uh and it's back out. You know, I think it was 18 minutes away, and it was coming back to the same area, so I was gonna be a block or two away again. And I was like, ah. Like I will drive out, but then I at least get to come back uh-huh. and I will definitely be done after this. Yeah. So I was like, okay, fine. Like I will, <laughs> I will go do this. I had just previously, I was already a little bit tired cause I, I went to go pick somebody up. They didn't show up. I called them a couple times and I texted them and then I eventually canceled the ride and I get paid if I cancel after waiting for so long. Oh, nice. So I got paid, went and gave somebody else a ride. And then the thing came up again for the same person uh-huh. that, that I had canceled <laughs> the ride cause I waited. So I was uh-huh. like, ah, so I accepted it. I shouldn't have. <laughs> oh no. And I go back and it's this couple of drunk women and they're just, they just spend the whole time just, they get in the car and the first thing they say is like, why'd you leave last time? <laughs> I waited for seven minutes and they're like, you didn't wait. And I'm like, well, I called you guys. And they're like, you didn't call. I'm like, well, this is the phone number. And they're like, how'd you get my phone number? I'm like, okay, you guys are drunk. I'm going to get you guys home. It's fine. And they're like, well, we're going to rate you one star. And it's like, well, that's, that's okay. You guys, you guys can do whatever you want. Um, and so they're basically like, I spent, Fifteen minutes just with the back of them in my car gossiping about me. Oh, nice! I'm like this. This is good. So I was already kind of in a mood because they did they did rate me low and and uh, but at the same time I got like thirty dollars total out of them (laughs) because I charged them for the cancellation and Uh then I got paid again to actually take them home. (laughs) Nice. And she's like, you you have to do something about that canceled ride. I was like, I can't do anything about the canceled ride. I totally can. (laughs) I can refund it, but. No way, man. Yeah. No, I just I like I I couldn't do anything more. Like at some point in time I have to leave the house. Like I'm can, I can't just wait there for an indefinite amount of time. Right, exactly. So I get this next one. I head back out on the highway, I get back over. I have the music just cranked up, which now was not very helpful on the dash cam videos that were now needed. <laughs> I'm just singing at the top of my lungs. The gummy bear song as i'm going down the highway Oh boy! keeping myself awake and i <laughs> so I, I get off the get off the highway uh i think i have some taylor swift song going on love it pulling into the pulling into the residential area and there was a car that was in the middle of the the road with his headlights on so i was trying to get around him because the address was another block or two away uh-huh. and this girl who was my ride she was just not at the location that it said on the maps uh-huh. she runs from behind this car almost gets run over because oh, oh it's in the middle of the night and she's, she's, you know, she's wearing black. Of course. Almost gets run over. Wow. Yeah. Uh, waves, waves me down, gets in the car. It's just behind, you know, in front of tears and all this like that. Oh, she's exactly. asking me to like lock the doors and stuff. What the, I look over and is this red, some kind of car. I don't know cars, Uh huh. but he looks at me. I'm like, Oh, this guy's, this guy's going to kill me. Oh no. Oh, <laughs> um, so I looked at the doors and I and I started heading out. And he he this guy is ready to crash his car. Like he is goodness. He, it was a it was a very nice car, but he was ready to just drive it into a wall. <laughs> um, from the looks of it, so he backs up his car and cuts you know cuts me off, and and I eventually get around him, and, and I'm trying to get out of this residential area, mm-hmm. I'm trying to call nine one one at the same time. And she you know she eventually explains that this is her newly ex boyfriend. <laughs> um, newly ex boyfriend. Uh, yeah, and so. I have to go out the same way I came. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's one of those big residential areas with only a couple exits. Right. So I have to go all the way around. I have to come back. We haven't seen him for a couple minutes and I get back to the thing, getting out of the res, and pulls back in and he's like swerving around like the middle of the road. He's like forcing me to like reverse. Yikes, man. Yeah. And I was in my head. I'm like, dude, I like, I will, I will hit your car. I'm like I'm ready. <laughs> um, like my car is crap. Um, <laughs> So he eventually drives and you could just see like he is, he's, he's going what, like a 50 miles an hour in this small, like a little residential street. And he's just swerving all around the, all around the road. Goodness. This girl's crying in the back. So as soon as he leaves and I'm able to get out onto a little bit larger street, mm-hmm. I call the police and I didn't know in this specific city, mm-hmm. I was off the highway in the city that I know the least. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know where the police station was. Mm-hmm. I was too far away from the police station that was to the south of us and so so in my head i'm like okay well we have to go to richland anyways at some point in time for this girl so i might as well to go to the richland police station as this is where i live and, mm-hmm. and i know where that is so i start making my way over there and i'm calling him. and the next we we never ended up uh, seeing him again and we stopped probably a block away from the police station in just one of the local grocery shop parking lots uh-huh. while we were talking to the police because the concern was is we didn't see him but she says like he will go to her apartment all the time. Yikes. And anyway, he'll be, he'll be waiting there and he'll send her pictures of cars in the parking lot so that she knows like it's her apartment complex and stuff like that, Jeez, which is not okay. No, that's it's just, that's terrifying, man. And so police show up first and then we go in after the police. They make sure that obviously there's nobody in our apartment. And then they had to make sure, cause I didn't know this, but I apparently could have done it a little bit better because <laughs> I basically was in one city when I called the police mm-hmm. and where it happened. I got on the highway, and then I was in another city when they met with us. And so I've just involved three police forces. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I was gonna say that's uh, seems pretty complicated. Yeah, and so I had the I had the Pasco Police Department, I had the State Patrol. Oh man! And then I had the Richland Police Department. Yeah. Uh-huh. So the Richland Police Department were the ones that were obviously closer, so they came out because they were the fastest to just make sure everything everything was safe and then from there we just the girl felt safest just hanging out in my car mm-hmm. which i had no problem with right. and tr- he tried to say it in the nicest way possible but basically we just kind of had to wait for the correct police department to come and talk to us uh-huh. just for the logistics of it right right and so we me and her just sat in my car listening to listening to music and talking for probably an hour and a half while uh, a couple police cars were just around the parking lot and, and one of the guys was just writing his report mm-hmm. just kind of next to our car yeah so he was right there mm-hmm. so we you know we were talking and i just i was asking her questions to kind of calm her down and uh, asking about her interests. i asked her what her favorite song was and she was she gave me the answer like oh i, lis- I like listening to everything and i was like that's a stupid answer <laughs> ike's I accept your answer because you've had a hard night, but that is a stupid answer. And I was like, if you're not gonna play if we're not gonna play your favorite song, we're gonna play my favorite song and you don't wanna listen to my favorite song. She was like, No, I wanna listen to your favorite song. So I put on the gummy bear song again. Oh boy. And within about within about ten seconds she was like, uh, uh, here's a here's a song yeah. that I like. I was like that's, <laughs> that's more like That's it. what I thought. <laughs> good one so we were listening we were listening to that song and and they i think the pasco police department just called her they didn't even come Mm -hmm. they were talking to her and they got everything they needed and pretty much by the end of it everything had wrapped up and both me and the police department were just encouraging her to she was wanting to file a no a no contact order yeah with him we were encouraging her to do so yes yeah i was you know i was like watching this guy come after us like he uh, the expression on his face when he was in front of me in the car, that's, that is not somebody that anybody needs to be affiliated with at least in his current state. So I get, uh, so I get done. And then the next, the next day I, I have my, you know, I have my SD card out and she wanted me to send her the footage Mm -hmm. since she was technically, you know, she's my Uber rider. I just left the car on the whole time we were sitting and waiting Mm -hmm. just so I had dash cam footage of her being in my car. Um, so that was a good, it was a good two hours total that we were in my car. Wow, and that was uh, it. Was more than eight gigabytes of footage. <laughs> Whoa, man! And so I'm trying to email this over to her, and after about ten minutes or so, I text her again. I'm like, "Hey, um, I uh, this is not this eight gigabytes is not going to work through email." <laughs> uh-huh. Um, but there were the initial the initial fifteen minutes. Because we didn't see him after that, uh-huh. so the initial 15 minutes was the important part. Right. So she she was okay with just getting that, and so I sent that over to her. Nice.
1: And I hope she
0: is filling out the the no contact order. She promised that she would. But yeah, that was that's good. So I didn't I didn't get home until 4:30 or 5. I walked into the house and my roommate was already getting ready for work <laughs> to go to go to the Hanford site. Oh man. And the look she gave me, she's like, "What the f are you doing?" <laughs> And I give her I give her this look like don't don't freak out. <laughs> I don't want to go
1: there right now. Man, yeah. that's an intense story.
0: As soon as we didn't see him anymore and we were on the highway and we were talking to the police, she calmed down and was able to kind of control, you know, she wasn't out of out of control of her emotions and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I had no problem with her, you know, crying and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. People get in my car and cry all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and so I hope I hope that they had already been crying before they got in my car and that it didn't not, it didn't start. When they got in the car.
1: Oh, I thought that's what you were saying. I thought they cried because your uh, car smells so bad or something.
0: Yeah, they just get in and they just start just weeping. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, so she felt uh, she felt safe afterwards. And mm-hmm. well, now great. I now I do have an Uber story to tell people. So I was wondering how long it was going to take me. <laughs> yeah, that's... Uh, for anything odd to happen.
1: That's kind of the reason that I've chosen not to do Uber personally. is because I don't want to deal with that stuff.
0: Because I have... I have no problem with it, and I kind of I kind of stepped back into the whether or not it's a good or good or bad thing, but I step back into the state of mind that I was in when people would go overboard when I was doing a collection thing at the gym, mm-hmm. whether on the phone or if they were there in person, because mm-hmm. people can get really worked up if they find out that I, you know, if I'm telling them that they owe me six or seven hundred dollars. Oh yeah, I'm sure, <laughs> um, and uh, and more if they're doing. I think the most. You know, and I'm, I was trying to ease them into it, but at the end of the day, I was trying to get up the point across that they owed that they owed the gym about four thousand dollars. Whoa! The largest thing of personal training that they can buy at one time, physically possible, mm-hmm. is is one hundred sessions. Wow! Which is about which is about five thousand. Goodness! And uh, at least at the time, you know, at the time, I don't know what the numbers are now. Right? They paid it, and they had gone through. A couple of sessions and they'd they made an initial payment mm-hmm. with the contract. Um, and then the, the personal trainers at the time had worked pretty directly with the payments. Mm-hmm. And the personal trainer just didn't realize that the, the payments weren't going through and they still were going through these uh, sessions. And then I got to the point when I was I got involved because it kind of pings. It pings me eventually. Yeah. Hey, this person's super late. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I start getting involved and then they make payments and then they kept doing the sessions. Mm-hmm. But then the check would bounce or the payment wouldn't go through, uh, or she would list it as fraud, so the payment would get back Oh, no, back that's
1: dirty. That's yeah. so
0: dirty, man. And so she comes in. I explained to her, like, trying to in the nicest way possible. Like, I'm trying to get her into my office so that she doesn't blow up here on the gym floor. Uh-huh. But basically, like, she's broken the law. Mm-hmm. Uh, she owes all this money. She certainly can't come into the gym. Right. Uh, that's <laughs> the least of her problems. <laughs> And she, like, I am the last stop before she gets sent to the legal collections agency. Uh-huh, yeah. And they start, like, taking taking stuff from her. Right. I did not manage to get her into my office. And and that was, a, like, she just exploded. <laughs> like, you probably should have had a reaction. Uh-huh. I'm like, well, I didn't feel anything. And they're like, well, you probably should have. It's yeah. probably not the healthiest thing in the world. That's uh... That was kind of the thing of one of the things that got kind of got, I got called out on as far as numbing out. Yeah. That's what got you the nickname Blob, my friend. Blob, yes, that was <laughs> that was the that was the first indicator of Blob. Yes, we had a uh, I love I love stupid stories from the gym. Like we spent a lot of time thinking. Uh, me and the graveyard guy spent a lot of time thinking of the gym as. The office. Oh yeah, oh yeah. At one point in time, we were just we were just pitching each other. Like we had a full like two seasons of the office (laughs) equivalent of TV episodes. Oh yeah. And we had a gal that would come in. We were there's a time period of probably three months. A lot of stuff was getting stolen from the little cubby holes that we haven't had in front of our cardio section. Because a lot of you know, as soon as as soon as people don't feel confident using them, then they don't. Nobody's going to use them. Right. And so one or two times that it happens, anything beyond that, then it starts to be devastating on the and then and then everybody's using a locker and then there's no space in the locker Mm -hmm. rooms. and, mm-hmm. and then people they leave their locks on for three weeks. Huh. Yeah, so we're we're going through all the footage and this big she looked like um what's that what's that villain girl's name in The Little Mermaid, the animated Ursula. one? She this this big girl comes in. She's She's
1: slithering around on all eight tentacles. It's like throwing yeah, magic bottles everywhere and sticking her, her yeah. eels on everybody. Yeah. Just a real like big ball. Yeah.
0: <laughs> She, her face looks like, she, her makeup and stuff looks like Ursula. Oh, that's sad, poor girl. She would go in. She would go put her stuff in a cubbyhole right next to somebody else's. Mm-hmm. And if she was when she was done working out, which is an extraordinarily uh, small amount of time. Uh, of course, she would go and she would kneel down, which is impressive in itself. <laughs> and she would. She get more her of a body workout cover. From kneeling down to steal somebody <laughs> <Yeah>. else's stuff. <laughs> she would kneel and her body would cover the entirety of both of oh, these cubbyholes. No from the camera and she would just and she would just reach both hands into both cubicles and just grab stuff from both (laughs)
1: Oh uh that's uh i mean there's something to applaud there i mean that's that's knowing your body oh no yeah she was i mean there's some self-awareness there that's pretty commendable
0: she she practiced awareness right there (laughs) she knew she knew where the she she knew where the camera was first of all yeah and the ceilings are pretty the ceilings are pretty high in the gym it's a one huge room oh, yeah, yeah. at like 5 p.m. and so we had a couple i don't know unmarked or or just civilian clo- clothed police officers oh yeah and undercover cops man so anyway, she she does this and these and they they come up and show their badges and and she comes into the she comes into the general manager's room And we show her the footage and she's like, oh, that's not, that's not me. And one of the, one of the members had got come up and it was one of the regulars that he said, I think she stole something. Like, I think she has stuff on her, right? Like already. Wow. And so this was before she came into the room. Mm -hmm. And so we're like, well, I understand you don't think this is you, but like, do you have anything on you right now? She's like, nope. I was like, well, we're going to search. (laughs) you." She's like, you can't do that. I'm like, well, we kind of can. can. (laughs) She's just, it's like a, it's like a, a, an avalanche. She's just pulling money out of a garage. Oh my just, gosh. And a, what? <laughs> wow. So we're trying, and then we try to make it very clear to people without signaling her in specific uh-huh. that like the issue has been resolved. You can put stuff in your cubby holes again. Uh-huh. Please use this service again uh-huh. and stop using the locker room because uh-huh. we have captured Ursula. It is okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: captured <laughs> That's terrible, man. It is fine.
1: That's terrible. Hey, I got some questions for you though, and I apologize for backtracking so much, but you've kind of been on this uh this rant, and I just didn't want to interrupt you. This uh this Uber girl that you saved from yes. her newly exed boyfriend. <laughs> uh, was she cute?
0: Uh, now was, that was not the time to ask for a phone number from somebody that was just being abused by a boyfriend.
1: That's not what I asked. I asked, was she cute?
0: Uh, it was, it was, it was not somebody that I would, that I would
1: ask out on a date. Man. See that whole time or not the whole time, kind of the last quarter of that story. I was thinking, man, this would be so awesome if they kept in contact and got married.
0: (laughs) This would be one of those like, so cool. No, she stories. was cute. Uh, she was, she was cute. She, you saw, like somebody's pretty. They just have a very different, like you can tell immediately that they have a different lifestyle than you.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. That's yeah.
0: So, so that was what it like. That was what it was like. She, she was, she was very pretty, but I could just tell immediately like like her lifestyle and my lifestyle probably don't mesh too well. Oh, come on. What's, I mean, come on, man.
1: It's just think of it like an
0: adventure or something. I know I me over here making stories, you know, who knows, uh-huh. who knows what she,
1: uh, right. How dare you? Ah, dang it! <laughs>
0: you said you had, you said you had questions. What are your other questions?
1: Uh, that was pretty much it. I just wanted to know if you were gonna date her.
0: Thanks for diving back over to that. Well, you know, I
1: just, I was in it for the glory, man. I just wanted to be the guy who called it. But uh, you've dashed my hopes against the rocks thank you for that destroying
0: my dream have you so you haven't done uber you have done doordash uh,
1: i no. i actually just picked up doordash again uh within the last couple of weeks because um, it's going nuts in my area
0: it is yeah the mm-hmm. i hope you haven't had any have you had any stuff come up where you've had to call support or anything uh no not yet see uh it might be regional so like you you might have a better experience than i do Mm-hmm. But so our, our restaurants started. Our restaurants are closed, mm-hmm. and I don't know if that's nationally or just or just here in the state. Yeah,
1: everything's open here exclusively for pickup and takeout and delivery.
0: So that's what that's what we're at. And then there are a bunch of restaurants, ones that aren't busy enough just from Doordash. A lot of them mm-hmm. have been closing. So a lot of the mainly right. sit-down restaurants that don't get a lot of business on, on uh-huh. Doordash, they've been closing down if they've been nice. And I'm not going to sit here and get mad at them for their situation. But mm-hmm. the preference would be that they put their hours up, but they put a sign up saying we're closed due to the virus um, right. or due to this mandate. But a couple of them are just, they just closed up shop. They don't have, don't have anything on their, on their doors or oh, windows. And wonderful. so in app without calling anybody, if the restaurant is closed, when you arrive, you can take mm-hmm. a picture of the hours or you can take a picture of a sign. or If you can't find any mm-hmm. of those, you can take a picture of the closed restaurant. And it will mm-hmm. cancel the order for you and give you half pay. Oh, nice. So you don't have to call anybody. And that works most of the time calling one of the th- if you get to the last point where there's nothing else and you're just having to take a picture of the literal just restaurant, mm-hmm. in which point I'm basically just trying to back up as far as I can and take a picture of the restaurant with nobody parked there except for me.
1: Yeah, right.
0: And then it takes care of it for me. And then I assume somebody goes in and looks through the pictures. And uh, if a restaurant does need to be marked as closed in the app, then they'll go through and actually put it in. Mm -hmm. But some of the times it doesn't work and you do have to call support. So the first day, it was the first day of the restaurants being closed and I called support and I was, first of all, it didn't let me call them. I called and the automatic phone tree just said, we are not accepting calls. Please use the chat. (sighs) Good. This is going to go well. (laughs) so i go so i started chat and i was number 1500 in line
1: what oh my
0: gosh and so and so i was like nope i'm not doing that so i exited out and i just tried three times in a row to just take a picture of the restaurant to cancel the order and on the third time i think it just pitied me and they're like fine (laughs) here's your money (laughs) <laughs> but there have been people Thank and it's you. been this it's been the same for instacart as well where mm-hmm. if something comes up it's busy but i don't want to work because if something happens people have been on like people have been stuck on the order that they're on for hours mm. oh, trying yeah. to get the support mm-hmm. and like for instacart people will be working they will have mm-hmm. an order that has an issue they will stop working mm-hmm. they will start up a chat and they will go to bed and they oh, will and they will uh, and they will wake up the next morning and mm-hmm. and uh, after a couple hours, they will get connected, and so they're the whole workday is over. And You just yeah, have to you just have horrible. to start the queue and get into the next day. That's horrible. So that's why I've st- I've completely stopped doing Instacart, even though it's the busiest of all of them, and it looks like it's improving uh-huh. a little bit. And I definitely do want to make that money. So I might I might start doing yeah. it again, but I just you know there's this fear of if anything happens, I'm just I'm just gonna be screwed. <laughs> and DoorDash isn't that bad, and then Uber obviously is the best out of all of them, but Mm-hmm. I haven't determined yet if Uber is going to be considered essential. I think it, I think it will be, Yeah. but Uber might go out the window here in 48 hours. <laughs> yeah, <sighs> man, that is sketchy. So what I was going to ask is, so you, you have been doing DoorDash. So mm-hmm. what is like the end of the spectrum for you? What's been the craziest thing that's happened on your end or the most annoying thing? Um,
1: <laughs> really nothing that, nothing that extravagant at all. I went out last Friday, Saturday night-ish, I think, Friday or Saturday night for the dinner rush. And the first order I picked up, I stood in the lobby for about 20 minutes waiting for the food to get done. Mm -hmm. Um, I was in a line of like four or five other dashers with their DoorDash bags. (laughs) Do you talk to
0: them, or do you are you just radio uh, silent?
1: Well, normally I will say like, "Hey, how's it going? Like, uh, how are like how's your day today? Like, how much are not like how yeah, much like money? How's the driving like,
0: going tonight? Yeah,
1: yeah. Like, how's the how's business or something? Like, just trying to make small talk and kind of build some camaraderie with somebody I have something in common with. Essentially, yeah. Um, but with this social distancing thing, we're standing so far apart from each other. It's just it just felt awkward to like. Talk over that distance where people are like walking in between you to like stand in another <laughs> spot. Yeah. <You're like>, hey. <laughs> and so yeah, yeah. And everybody was just on their phones. And so that pickup though ended up being a double order. Um so that was nice. It was the it was so interesting though, because uh it's a Hawaiian food restaurant. I don't know if you have a mobetas where you're I at. I wish I had a Hawaiian it's a restaurant. Hawaiian, Oh my gosh, dude. I love Hawaiian food. It's so <laughs> good. I'm a Polynesian uh, at heart. I just, I should have been born.
0: In your soul, you're an Islander. I know. <laughs> I am. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> Everybody who knows me knows that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I'm in this MoBeta. just smelling the heavenly aromas of grilled chicken and mac salad, man. Mm-hmm. But there's no tables or chairs. They, everything in their dining room is gone. And it's just essentially a big waiting area for to-go orders. Yeah. Uh, so that was uh, weird to me. Yeah. But the only other thing was that night I went to a El Pollo Loco to pick up an order. Mm-hmm. And same kind of story. Like I parked, there's cars in the parking lot. The lights are on inside. But I go up and there's no other, there's no indication on the building that the lobby's closed. Mm-hmm. But I go up and I... Open the door, or I try to open the door and it's locked. And I look around, and the the drive-through line is just queuing up, <laughs> getting longer and longer. Yeah. So I happen to notice that one of the drivers, or I heard one of the. The people going through the drive-thru said i've got a door dash order so i i get the idea i get the hint right like so i hop in my car and i get in line and it's it's just it was like a 10 15 minute wait in the drive-thru to get to get the order but they just i just told them and they brought it out to me and then i was on my merry way but uh uh yeah that's oh All, all food deliveries in my area have to be zero contact. Uh, So instead of um, going and knocking on the door and handing the food to the customer, it's like the state law is that I have to leave it on the porch and send the customer a picture and then I can complete the delivery. Uh,
0: uh, So that's new, but I'm interested to, I'm interested that that's the law for you now is we haven't even like, we have this stay at home mandate and we don't even have that yet. It's, it's optional. It is the default option now in, in the app. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. They have to select away from it if they want something different than a no contact order. Right, right. And the driver can also themselves request a no contact order. And I did that. I did that once. And I got to say, it was like, I got to be honest. It was literally just because I was being discriminatory. And I judge people that order Little Caesars (laughs) through DoorDash because that is two. Those are two bad choices in a row that they have just made. (laughs) Like they... Uh, they have gone they have gone to the only pizza place that has a drive-thru uh, it is yes. the worst pizza in the world and they have paid extra for somebody to bring it to them and i'm like that is very oh man i question i question all your decision making i question your cleanliness Oh man. like i don't want to touch you like
1: <laughs> okay i got some thought i got some stuff okay, to say all right, about all, right that. all right first of all um I love Little Caesars. (laughs) I don't don't have a problem
0: with you guys enjoying Little Caesars. There's a culmination of things that just happened right then and there. I get that.
1: I 100% get that. I love Little Caesars, and I fully acknowledge that it's terrible pizza. (laughs) And there's just a special place. It has a special place in my heart because um, I may have told you this, but During football season in high school, there was a Little Caesars right across the street from uh, the high school. And every lunch period, the football team would gather in one of the biology rooms uh, because the head coach was a biology teacher. And we would watch film a recording of the team we were playing that week to watch what they did and study what they did. And we had to bring our own lunch. And so uh, my best friend and I, Kevin, we would always, one of us would run over there as soon as we could and grab a hot and ready. And we just split <laughs> hot and ready with crazy bread every day. And so there's just this place in my heart that just, ah, uh, Little Caesars reminds me of football. And it's just so good, man. Oh, I just... Even though it tastes, there's so much better pizza out there. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, the, uh, and the other thing... This is you're gonna laugh at this. This is hilarious. That that same night where I went to those two places, I get a double order from Little Caesars. Yeah. So I go to Little Caesars. I go in. I say, I've I've got uh, these two orders. Okay, sweet. Here's the one order. Wait, what was this? What was the name on that second order? So I told her, and she was like, ah. I I already gave that to somebody. Mm, I was like, oh boy, here, I've heard about this. Uh, I'm going to have to call support. And you know, they gave the order to somebody else. Oh boy, this is dang darn shoot. Well, And then, uh, so she goes back and she was like, Wait, is there, wait, I swear we already gave this order out, but is there an order for so and so? And they're like, Oh, yeah, it's right here. Oh, good. And (laughs) she was like, Okay, this is why I was confused. He's already ordered the same pizza today. (laughs) Yes. Um, He ordered, not like, he ordered a cheese pizza. From Little Caesars twice in the same day. Oh my! <laughs> True <Through> DoorDash. <laughs> oh my goodness!
0: Yeah, see, I would request a no contact from uh, for, for those orders. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what's so, going on in that house. Uh,
1: <laughs> so yeah, so I go to this house and I drop off the one pizza on the doorstep. But they're one of those people. I don't know if you get this a lot, but they're like watching you yeah. drive on their app yeah to see where their food is and they are they were waiting so I put the pizza down and like as I'm setting the pizza down on the ground I can see movement in the house yeah and I back up to take the picture and he's like already out like picking the pizza up yeah
0: off of the porch yeah no I've had that I've uh, had that happen or I just, yeah. like, I just have like I just have like a think- kid that's been you know they've been sent on a mission to watch me so I can just see <laughs> them in the blinds like, uh-huh. looking at me. So yeah. I just kind of wave at them and, like, this the, the blind's shut. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> the food's here. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I've had people, like, wait, like, standing in their front yard when I drive around the corner. Yeah. <laughs> and I get out of the car and they're just, like, holding their hand out, like, impatiently waiting for me to unzip the bag. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I have comment- I have more comments about Little Caesars. The one of the first, mm. I think, one of the, within the first three days, I still feel like I, th- I think about it and it just burns in my soul because I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> um, oh, this is so. And I I was going up and it was uh, the like oh it hurts. Um <laughs> I'm I'm pulling up and I have the food and she's it's it's late at night, but she's she's out there and I can see her. Mm-hmm. I pull into the driveway and into my head the driveway goes right, like it it, it bends around. And so I uh-huh. so I pull right and she just stops walking and she's just looking at me. And I get <laughs> out of the car and I'm just on their lawn. <laughs>
1: right in front of us uh, <laughs> that's <laughs> the most amazing thing Oh, it hey, was, uh, hey here's your food yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Drive over laughs> Just, probably hopefully I hope freshly manicured lawn I do, I Just, don't. Grr, here's some tire treads yeah
0: on. I don't know and it was winter and so the, the treads stay there for however long uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, because this was in December, and because it, it was the driveway, it was a nicer house, so they had a fair amount of property, and so the driveway is long, yeah. but it's it's pretty steep going up. Oh yeah, yeah. And then there's there's a tree line like that I pass through. So and it was dark, and so it was the perfect scenario to not see the grass. But I get out of the car, and I just I don't I do not look at her. I just get back in the car, Ooh. and I just back up, and I don't even back up right, so I'm a little bit in their tree line, and. Yeah. <laughs> And I just get out and I give her the food and I was like, I'm like, I will do yard like I don't know how to fix this. I will do yard work like I I and she's like, no, it's it's fine. And I'm sitting there like she she doesn't even rate me bad. Oh man, what a saint. She I hope she didn't rate me at all because I would just feel terrible if she just gave me a five star. Because <laughs> I did I have done exactly what would constitute a one star rating. <laughs> And I'm driving away. I was like, okay. I have been to that house before. Like, I don't know when, but I have been to that mm. house before. It's only a, it's only maybe two miles away from where I used to live, uh-huh. from middle school all the way up to you know a year and a half ago. Yeah. And I'm trying to think about it. And I go, um, I'm going to church. I'm going to the YSA the next Sunday, mm. the Young, Single, Little Adult Ward. And this, uh, one one of my friends who. I was always too scared to ask out on a date. She gets she she's done with college and so she's back in town teaching at one of the schools. And as soon as I recognized her, I realized like this like this used to like this is her house. Like this is her parents' house. That I just I just drove over their lawn. And to this day, me and her have not acknowledged it. Like we just there's no way that she does not know about it and we are never going to talk about it we have we have talked we have we have discussed things much more menial than me driving over her lawn so there has been time um oh, but man. it just hurts it, it just physically hurts to think think about that what i just she's just staring at me and uh it,
1: oh. Oh man, I can relate though, man. Not specifically, but just having memories that just hurt that I just wish it would go away and not be memories anymore. Yeah, exactly. Um,
0: so moving quickly away from that, uh, far away. Um, <laughs> back onto <clears throat> very fast. Back onto Little Caesars. I may I may judge the people hypothetically that get the Little Caesars, but I love actually getting like picking up from Little Caesars is amazing mm-hmm. for me. I love doing it. Oh yeah. And I was gonna ask, do you guys have the equivalent of like a vending machine in your Little Caesars? Yeah,
1: yeah, and uh, the. F- uh, I have used it before, but uh, for whatever reason, these two, these last two orders that I picked up from there uh, were not in the vending machine, but uh, I think that's a super cool feature, especially being a DoorDash driver.
0: Yeah. And they didn't have to do anything different. Like I, I, I mm-hmm. like at least some of the little, I don't think we have a little Caesars that has any seating. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So they haven't had to do anything. Like they they already have right. no contact as their main thing. Like my people, and I don't have any problem with it. Mm-hmm. Like whatever policies that their managers tell them to do, I'm not gonna get mad at them about it. But like I will get there before the pizza's ready, and they will come up, and they're like, "Hey, I understand you're here, but I have to put this in the warmer." <laughs> And you have to put the code in. And I was like, that's weird, but I'm I have had to ask people weirder things, like just because of our policies I've had to stick to. Right. If there's something that gets automatically checked off when I put in this code and you can't check it off on mm-hmm. your end, like I you know, I'm not I totally understand. I'm not gonna sit here and yell at you guys about that. Yeah. So they already they don't we don't ever touch hands or anything like that. They, it is already a no contact mm-hmm. process. So little Caesars in our area hasn't had to do anything different. They're probably loving it. Yeah, that's yeah, that's cool. I don't know if the little Caesars in your guys' area has done it, but we get a little in our instructions for the restaurant, mm-hmm. we get a a thing that says if you do not have a pizza bag yet and this location is is giving them to you sign your name on the log and get a pizza bag I was like, and yeah um do you guys and, have that there too
1: yes we do but um they've never been giving them out the nights that i pick up from there oh so really i have yet to get one
0: but yeah i think that's super cool as well it was probably weeks Before I got my first Little Caesars order, just out of coincidence, there's three or four locations here. And I walk in and in my head, I just have this dinky little, like one use, like plastic bag. I'm like, I don't, Uh I don't want this. Uh And then there were also people that were saying in the chat that you had to, like you had to bring the pizza bag back at the end of the night. I was like, I also do not want to do this.
1: yeah, that's terrible.
0: So I go in and I get the food and I also ask her, I kind of show her the phone and I was like, are you guys doing this? The girl in front has no idea. She's like no and she starts pulling out this plastic bag. I was like, "Oh no, I no, I don't want a plastic bag." And then the the girl in the back, she's like she just kind of yells out. She's like, "Hey, is he DoorDash?" She's like, "Yeah." She's like, "Yeah, we got the pizza bags." And so she comes up. And I don't know if you've seen I don't know if you've seen them yet. I have not. Like they are a nice, fully insulated pizza bag. Nice. Uh we had a guy that went up to Seattle in the beginning of February, and he went to the DoorDash office. And oh, nice. so we sent we sent him with basically a shopping list of things we wanted. <laughs> awesome and one of these days i'll send you a picture of the catering bag i have but oh catering bags huh picture so you have the normal red tote picture that all the way open i can fit probably three or four of those in this catering bag wow and so i'll get the people and it's obviously a party that they're having and they're getting like six little caesars pizzas and some bread and and some sauce and so at that point in time i just open up the catering bag and when i get to there like it's a very satisfying thing for them and i'll usually always get five stars because they're like oh my goodness the bag works so well because i will open up the Mm -hmm. bag and i just have have this disgusting warm soggy little caesar's pizza <laughs> but but uh, <laughs> divine yeah. heavenly good C- little caesar's pizza yeah exactly <laughs> when i open the bag up there it's usually at night the steam is just coming out of the bag and they're like oh my goodness uh-huh. your bag works so well and i'm like yeah i had to spend some money on it but you know anything for the customer and uh, <laughs> <laughs> you too old. And uh, it usually usually works out pretty well for me. <laughs> <laughs> you suck. I almost feel bad giving it to them because like the, the Little Caesars pizza boxes just start to deteriorate.
1: Oh man, that's so gross. And, and
0: I just like so the boxes like you can just I can just feel the bottom of the oh it's just I'm just giving Ooh. them this pile of this pile of pizza. It's a pile of cardboard at that point. Yeah, but uh, but they see the steam and they're like, "This guy's professional." <laughs> Like that, I'm, they're thinking glad that works out they're thinking it. so well of me, and I'm just thinking that these disgusting, just people, <laughs> these untouchables, ordering their Little Caesars pizza yeah. through DoorDash. Yeah, I don't. Have you ever gotten the notification in DoorDash having been tipped more after the fact? Or uh, yeah, I have a couple of times.
1: Uh, mostly on like Walmart grocery orders.
0: Oh yeah, because I can't tip before him.
1: But a couple of times. You know, when I'm being very open with the customer about any any holdup at the restaurant or or any issue, you know, just any issues that come up, uh, you know, I, f- I found that communication really helps in those situations. Yeah. Those are more likely to s- actually send a bigger tip after the fact. Like just, I mean, obviously just going above and beyond on customer service helps with that. But I'd say it's rare, but it does happen every now and then.
0: It is a It happens so infrequently here that it is a joke. in the group chats and yeah somebody will take a picture of it and we'll be like you're lying it didn't actually happen because nobody (laughs) um and i've been doing this i just passed 500 oh nice and i it it, i have not gotten anything i've never it's never come up for me and the other night i i was going through and this no contact order thing was was becoming the default it was a three dollar pay for a 1.5 mile thing for mcdonald's and i was like oh I don't want to do this, but I also, I don't know how much, I don't know how much at this time I'm thinking to myself, like, I don't know how much I want to be working between now and the end of the month. And I need to keep Mm. these top dasher stats so I can continue to work whenever I want. And I'm right at 70% right now. I can't not take the order. Like I will Mm. at the end of the month, depending on how it's looking, like I will accept orders and then drop them just to keep, just to keep your stats. I was like, this person thinks that he's going to pay me $7 for driving Thirteen miles, which here in the Tri Cities is the only reason you would ever drive thirteen miles, is if you have you have to go on the highway around to the nearest bridge and then cross the river and then come back. Oh, That's yeah. really the only thing mm-hmm. that takes thirteen miles to do here. It's like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get seven dollars for basically forty five minutes of, of my time. Jeez, and, uh, and so I will accept it, and then I will immediately just drop the order. <laughs> Do you get dinged for that? You do, but it's on a different uh, I have ex- a different metric. So I have the there's the acceptance rating and then there's the completion rating. And so oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if my acceptance rating is at 68% on the second to last day of the month and my completion rating is at 100%, I will I will accept and then drop orders until my completion rating nice. is at like 97 or something like that just to wow. keep the keep the stats with what I want them. Obviously the preference is that I get orders that don't require me to do that, but yeah, that's that's where it currently. So I did that Probably three times the other day, kept it. And now I'm up to 72. Nice. Back back in the day when I thought, when I had like a 90% completion or acceptance rating, I was like, I don't understand how people get so low on their acceptance rating. And then now I'm sitting here like, I don't want to take this order. yeah and i'm definitely more picky i i stepped out of the commitment that i made in the beginning because i said that i was just gonna accept everything that is mm-hmm. that is not the case anymore that that dropped off as soon as this <laughs> became a job and not just something to do after my full-time job uh-huh. it's all a game you know I drop one and then a better one comes right after or i drop one and i don't yeah, yeah. i don't get anything for 20 minutes afterwards so mm-hmm. some money would have been better than no money right but yeah did you uh you mentioned the walmart delivery did you ever have you um have you ever looked into spark nope what is that so You only get Walmart deliveries when they have spent so much time without being picked up on Spark. Oh, really? So Spark is the app where you pick up Walmart deliveries and and deliver them to people. Spark is through DDI, Delivery Drivers Incorporated or something like that. Hmm. so when you type it in ddi might come up and that you are on the right site okay just on the on the business end of it that's what comes up a lot but it is the specific app is called spark it's through walmart you're not grocery shopping you're doing what you do if you do it on doordash Mm -hmm. you're getting paid more than on doordash because doordash lowers the pay a lot and then the the tip rate is pretty high nice so people that do walmart deliveries i think they pay a subscription for it i don't think they pay a per trip kind of thing and so okay so when they're not having to pay right then and there for this thing. more apt to Mm -hmm. give you a tip for it
1: i see yeah
0: and then they just at least in our area i don't know if it's a thing in your area but if you're on not if you're on doordash but if you're on spark you have a chance of getting a batched order which is you get two orders at a time and oh yeah yeah. those Uh are those are super nice because then you're making at least 14 dollars, and you pick up both orders at the same time and you just go and you just go drop them off
1: that's amazing
0: and then they get the pay goes up the longer the order sits there the base pay is nine dollars and thirty cents Hmm. in Washington uh, in Tri-Cities but then I think that can go up up to like six dollars extra um wow so I can make I can make fifteen dollars for doing it and you kind of play this game for me for example and all the people that do it that are on the chat we all discuss how we always play this game we're like we don't know how many people are looking at this order but it's kind of like an eBay thing when do I grab it yeah when's the moment because you want it to go as high as possible right Right, and so you uh, so you pick it up, and then you have unlike DoorDash where it's an order like everything else, and you just have to go take it. Mm-hmm. On Spark, you pick it up a quarter till, so that you have an hour and fifteen minutes to to do everything. And so, oh, wow. let's say let's say they want their they want their groceries between five and six o'clock. Mm-hmm. So you have between four forty five and six o'clock to pick up the order and drop off wow and so you do spark while you're doing doordash Mm -hmm. and that's what like that's in 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 my area specifically i've (laughs) particularly i've stopped doing it a lot in these last two weeks i'm about to turn i'm about to turn it back on because it calmed down a little bit Uh and walmart's figured their stuff out but my closest walmart in the afternoon, it's a joke to try to go over there because it takes me, I'll sit there for probably 40 minutes to wait for the groceries. It's not worth it to me if I'm sitting there for more than 10 minutes waiting for them to load the groceries into my car. Yeah. Uh-huh. So now what I do is before noon, I'll I'll accept spark orders and I'll do them at the same time as DoorDash. And then after 12 o'clock, I, I haven't been doing them. But yeah, I'll, you know, I can, that's what kind of puts me up to like $30, $40 an hour is me doing wow. me doing Spark at the same time as doing DoorDash.
1: That's DoorDash. Dang, I'm definitely going to look into that now.
0: Yeah, I don't know what it is in your area. I, I was on a wait list for about three months. Oh, geez. Before they uh, reached out to me. Gotcha. And so now would obviously be a good time to look into it because they may open stuff up mm-hmm. if they're not already to more drivers. Yeah. Just because so many people are going to do it. But yeah, that, like that's a pretty low-key thing and people are super nice when you show up. And unlike DoorDash, for the same reason, if you're getting it on DoorDash, probably already late because it's been sitting in spark for a little bit and then yeah nobody picks it up in spark then spark hands it over to doordash yeah and so people aren't the happiest with you all the time when you show up because you could be anywhere from 15 to two hours late of what they were expecting wow yeah gotcha. um, and i don't know if you've experienced that before but i've had people just pissed and i have to explain to them like i'm sorry it's late for you i got this order 20 minutes ago and i went immediately over mm-hmm. and immediately over to your your location right So i apologize for the situation but i promise you like i did not delay <laughs> Gotcha. Yeah, sure. And so on Spark, obviously, you're getting it on time. And then what I found out is, especially if there's like families and stuff, mm-hmm. and this is another just tool thing to do, but the kids always want to like help. And it's like, oh, this is somebody we've never met before. Like, I want to help him and be cool and get groceries. And, and then there's yeah, these yeah. little kids that are like two years old or something like that. And like, I'll find the lightest groceries and I'll put them aside. I'll give the normal groceries mm-hmm. to the parent. And then I'll like, every time I come up to give them their groceries, I give like a grocery with like a bag of chips. <laughs> and I'll always interact nice. with the kids. Kids like that, and parents are super likely to give me a tip if I'm sitting there interacting with the kid. And,
1: yep, um, I can speak from experience that parents love their kids, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so that totally makes sense. Some of the times I'll have like the kids come out only. Like, so I have me with groceries. Uh I'm like, does your parent know I'm here? And they're like, oh, yeah. I was like, can they come out? Because, you know, I just want to make sure everybody's on the same page that I'm not kidnapping anybody's child as they're just like (laughs) crawling into my backseat getting getting some groceries. Oh, boy. (laughs) Like, I'm just standing around like calling out to people like, I probably, he's getting back out. Just look at, see him, see (laughs) him. Everything's fine. I had a gal. She was pretty embarrassed the other day. I remembered her because it was a really large spark order. And every time I came up with more groceries, the kids were like, Mom, you got more stuff? (laughs) Yeah. She was one of those like, uh ah. very like it was a loud family uh-huh. she's like joey you asked me for three weeks for all this food and now i'm getting it to you and now you're yelling at me do you want these animals or not and she's like yeah i want these animals <laughs> and so i remember this order and so i came up and she had gotten chipotle or something and it was the same situation i walk up and all the kids are playing in the front yard and i open the door and the mom comes out and i look around and i was like i remember you guys and they're like looking i was like oh yeah this guy brought us all the groceries and i was like yeah you guys probably are still aren't done with those groceries and she's like we ain't Ouch. Yeah. <laughs> classy, very classy. I delivered by now I have delivered just on coincidence I've delivered to a couple family members. Um mm-hmm. and I don't cuz I'm terrible at communicating and I don't talk to my family. <coughs> it's a big surprise when I sh- Oh yeah, me either. Yeah, it's a big surprise when I show up at their door. Um, and they think, <laughs> they think I'm still working at the hospital or I think they think I'm still working at the gym from 2018. Oh, <laughs> wow. That's... Um, yeah. Okay. I talked to my family a little bit more than that. Yeah. No, my, my uncle texted me a couple of weeks ago and like, Hey, um, do you want to like everybody's getting together? We're kind of having a dinner. Like, do you want to join us? And I was like, Hey, uh, like I'd love to, like, I really don't have the time to drive up to Seattle. And he's like, Jordan, we've lived in Pasco for two years. <laughs> ouch i was like oh uh yeah i'll uh, i'll be right over <laughs> oh, and that was in september and he texts me again on what is today monday he texts me again on friday uh-huh. and i'm looking at the text message and i realized like i haven't talked to this guy there's been no correspondence the, between september and now and the only the only reason why i realized this is he texted me and he's you know basically the same thing we're getting together we're having sacrament since church has been canceled and we're able to make it and i was like um guy uh yeah like I'd, I'd love to come i want to make you guys you know for anybody that's not comfortable with it i'm i just for everybody that's here locally i just make sure they're aware like i am around people in tri cities all day every day and because i'm still working and he's like and he's like i thought you were in a call center <laughs> see about that whoops whoops <laughs> but uh, so i sh- so i show up at my aunt's or uncle's door and they're like do the like a triple take because they're like oh it's this guy oh it's jordan what is jordan doing here <laughs> and i show up and i'm like you live in a different house than before and they're like oh yeah we bought this in 2016 and i'm like man i'm i'm the best family member i don't even so i live with my in-laws yeah
1: right you knew this yeah other than that there's like no family uh within any reasonable driving distance i do have an aunt who lives about an hour and a half north of me and i have we were going over there pretty regularly for a little bit before like the holiday season and then we were going over once a month for just like a a big family night family dinner thing where all of her kids would come and then i'm the only other person in that family that side of the family even remotely close to them anymore And there's nobody else. And so they just invited me over. So we got kind of adopted by my aunt for a little bit. But then the holiday season happened. And then, oh, my baby was in the hospital for a while. And then they were sick. And then we were sick. And then Corona came out. And so, like, we just haven't seen
0: him in, like, six months. (laughs) If somebody's not in my immediate vicinity, I just have difficulty. Yeah, I'm, I have my daily routine. And if, mm-hmm. if texting somebody isn't part of that daily routine or connecting with them, yeah, you know, we just, in the past, we've just lost uh, lost contact.
1: Yeah, that's exactly how it is for me too. It was like a conscious effort to like stay in contact with my parents and my siblings now that we're so far apart. They live four hours south of me now. Same thing. Like uh, I didn't like associate with them. There was nothing I did that influenced them or related to anything they did in any way uh so for a while after we moved up here we just like we didn't talk and so that was like a conscious thing when uh Grayson was born that I realized man like I haven't I have no idea what's going on it was like a wake-up call to me like man I have no idea that my parents are selling their house or like my brother's going through this or whatever Mm -hmm. whatever the case may be so then I kind of put some intention into, you know, staying connected with my family of origin. And uh, it's still even even after I set my mind to we are going to FaceTime my family every Sunday to stay connected. Like the, it still took a number of months to get in a habit of that.
0: And that's what you do right now.
1: Yeah, we do call uh, for about 20 minutes before before the boys go to bed just to reconnect and so my mom can see the boys. And that's been really nice for us, for me. I mean, in some ways I feel closer to my family than I have my whole life. And, and that's not just from calling every so often. That I mean, there's personal growth on my end that's coming into play with that and growth on, on my mom's end and my uh, siblings' end and stuff. Like they're my youngest siblings uh, are looking at graduating high school soon my sister is graduating this year and my brother's two years behind her and so like there's a maturity there that we can connect on a little bit more meaningful levels there and that's been that's been super cool for me I've really really enjoyed that finally I'm I'm at a place in my life where um, I really enjoy connection with with my family so that's that's been really really cool
0: you know feel excited for them for things that are happening in there in their lives. It doesn't, Mm -hmm. you know, physically doesn't have anything to do with me, but I, you know, but I am still feeling this for them and excited for them. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. So my sister who's graduating this year, she was, she was applying to all these colleges and I found myself being actually really emotionally and mentally invested in, uh, in where she was applying to, because I'm going to the university of Utah right now. And she was also applying to the university of Utah, and so I just started like doing like hard, hard sales pitches for the university for her. But it wasn't her first choice of school. So I had this job. Like I was going to sell the U to my sister so she can come to school with me. Yeah. And so that was uh, fun. Like I did it semi jokingly, but there was a significant part of me that actually wanted her to, yeah. to come to school with me. Cause again, like I'm, I'm in this place now where I really, I really enjoy and get along with my family and that's kind of a new thing for me. I've got some, not, not trauma, probably guilt. Pro- uh, yeah. I've got some guilt that I carry around for the, for how I acted to my siblings when I was living at home. Oh yeah. So yeah. So it's, it's exciting for me to be there for her. In that way as like a big brother
0: thank you i mean i i discussed uh, extensively when i was in utah that i up until that point my entire objective was to avoid my father at all costs in my head i didn't have any resentment i just wanted him to do his own thing and i wanted to do my own thing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and now we'll talk I, I wouldn't say every week but the thing that connects us right now is my dad's a financial advisor he's starting his own business but he he's gotten super into uber like he he just yeah you told me that he really oh. enjoys driving for uber and he has <laughs> he doesn't make as much money as I do because mm-hmm. he his drives are shorter just because of the layout of his area oh. and it's a yeah, it's I a see. college town and stuff like that and a lot of people here like they're just going to a bar in a completely different town so they're cr- mm, they're crossing yeah. the river and so mm. I just have a lot of like 20 30 minute drives gotcha. but he's already so like I'm gold, which means I have more than 200 points and you get one to three points per ride. Mm-hmm. Um, and my dad is already past, he, he already has like six or 700 wow. and he started a month and a half after I did. And so he's already like diamond or platinum or something at the top Jeez. and I'm like, Oh, what the heck dad? And, um, <laughs> and that was how, uh, we started having these, we had this conversation the other day that went into, like, I, I mentioned that my work is not connected to any specific location. I can move if I wanted to.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And
0: so he took that and he just ran with it. And he was, he spent the next 20 minutes talking to me about with little input for me. This is just, just kind of him going <laughs> <laughs> on off. Yeah. He's trying to have me come back down to Tennessee and he was going to teach me the financial advisor stuff, which I I'm totally open to really, mm-hmm. I, I have more interest mm-hmm. in real estate. And that's why me and my brother are talking a lot these days, but my dad wants me to move to Tennessee. And I was like, dad, you, you forget the main reason that I left after helping you guys move was that I woke up on the second day and it was hot and humid. And I vowed to never come back to Oak Ridge. Like I made that promise. And and over the next couple of years, you will realize how serious I am. But when we have family gatherings, we need to meet in Idaho or nothing at all. Like it's all or nothing Um, because I'm never waking up sweating. Uh, well, I might, you know, that might still be the case, but I'm not doing it in Tennessee anymore. But me and my dad talk a lot because of Uber. Uh, my dad will have questions or when somebody hit my car while I was working, you know, I, I had questions about, about that. And, um, so stuff keeps coming up. So that's been mm-hmm. a way for me and him to connect, to jump right over and maybe touch base and, uh, into the last thing I was going to ask. So you're, you've been playing off and on Tanner's Tanner's obviously had his wedding and then his new place that he's been busy with. So he's not there every week, but you've been able to play with your brother as well in our online D and D games. And so to to kind of switch over to the to the games topic, has that has that been a help as far as your guys' connection?
1: Uh, yeah, definitely has. So it, um, so Tanner's my wife's brother. But yeah, I'd, I absolutely I'd say <clears throat> playing D and D with him has uh has helped us a lot. So it was kind of like this weird. I don't know where to start with this. I don't know how to whatever that person, uh, whatever you're but, open uh, with there. I mean, yeah, he's uh, a number of years younger than me. He's probably five, three, three between three and five years younger than me. That sounds bad. That I don't know I, how old. I don't. He is. I
0: never. I never know the age of my brother. I just know he's. I have to count up from whatever age i'm at and so yeah and there's some weeks that i forget how old i yeah. am so that really causes yeah. issues but yeah so mm-hmm. I, I think we had discussed yep. he was around um, the same age as as i was if if maybe a little bit older because i'm 23
1: mm-hmm. yeah so he's yeah i don't know
0: i think he's younger than you but <laughs> um he's about your age i guess so um, if we find out later we can just edit all that out and you can perfect. be the good brother that knows um, that knows his brother's age you know, I'm pretty sure he's 21 or 22. Um, but yeah, so there's like
1: a an age difference. And there was a pretty significant um, interest difference between us. Like I mentioned before, I was I played football in high school and I was uh, more of an athlete in high school. I enjoyed sports and fitness and working out and lifting weights and, and such and he is a singer he he was in like competitive choir groups and like really prestigious like singing groups in high school and so there was kind of that disconnect there of like those those the clashing stereotypes if you will like the jock versus the pretty boy or the choir boy stereotypes yeah. clash clashing there and so uh, the only thing we really got along with was was video games and then when he got home from his mission, he told me about this D&D group that he had here in town. And I was listening to that D&D podcast and, you know, I had... Drunk that. and I, Dragons? Uh-huh. Yes, Drunks and Dragons. And so I eventually got to a point where I wanted to play and um, I just called a bunch of people who I thought could be a little bit interested in D&D and another person who I knew was interested, uh, who had played it, our mutual friend Steven. I, I knew he had played in the past. And then Tanner was telling me about his group that he goes to. And I thought, great, I'll just, we'll invite him along for another body and we'll just, we'll get to play. And so (laughs) that has actually helped because the way that he and I both play is we build our characters based on characters from other
0: sources. You enjoy taking inspiration from the other stuff that you enjoy.
1: Right. Yeah. And, uh, and so that's, that's just another thing that we've been able to, talk about and connect with so yeah that's definitely been helpful for for us
0: to get along for me and my brother it's been me my brother do not have the same interests of of games so my brother uh, he he talked about how he plays he, he plays games on saturdays and so we've kind of used that as a way to connect with each other and it was super consistent for a couple of weeks and now it's kind of dropped off and happening every once in a while because saturday nights are busy for me but us starting to play to connect has has mm-hmm. grown the comfort of just us talking to each other again to the point where we are like we'll just call mm-hmm. each other like once a week or once other other week and we'll, we'll mm-hmm. talk to each other for an hour or so just how are things going and you know he just had a kid and and so things are things are Super busy in his life, and he's and he's mm-hmm. just starting to be a real estate agent. I'm doing this, and uh, you know whether mm-hmm. he likes it or not. I talk to him about my D D stuff. He gets to he gets to listen to that. And so starting with video games, mm-hmm. even though we don't necessarily play with each other a lot these days, I'm also super competitive. And so mm-hmm. when we're sitting here playing like Call of Duty, on the outside I'm on the outside I'm chill, but on the inside I'm like <laughs> like I'm just like just Hulk like just slamming on the table. And like it's 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 just like it's just like rock Like I, <laughs> like I just go into a mode and just scream, you know, my, you know, I start screaming yep. and, uh, you know, I'd walk in uh-huh. my roommates will be having people over and I'll like walk out and get some chips or like I'll get an orange or something and, and I'll super chill and I'll say hi to everybody. And then I walk back into my room and then like 30 <laughs> seconds later, they <laughs> just hear me like, what the fuck just it out. And, uh, they're <laughs> all, they think it's funny. So, nice. so I've been grateful for it as a, as a start. Mm-hmm. And now yeah. we, now we kind of talk to each other. Uh, that's been really good. And he, and now I'm kind of leeching off of him cause he's helping me. Set up for because I have to have mm-hmm. a business license for Uber because of the money that I make and for uh, mm-hmm. for DoorDash since mm-hmm. I with the money that I make and then with that I really wanted to almost out of laziness like mm-hmm. so I so I started editing the the last podcast and I was like oh I really enjoy this now the thought is is like whether or not you know I'm open to everything uh-huh. that happens you know with this thing I do know that I enjoyed everything about the editing that podcast and the whole creative process and and doing that and so. Whatever does end up happening, I want mm-hmm. entertainment or creation to be something that I do. I also don't want to make two businesses. And so I'm like, all right, I need to think of a business name that works for both like Uber, DoorDash, and then whatever in the entertainment field. I end wow,
1: up that's quite the uh, diverse uh, business model.
0: Yeah, and so I was, I'm sitting here trying to think of a business name. The only one I've come up with so far, and I'm trying to see if it's available, my brother tells me it's not, and I think it is, <laughs> is uh, is Jet uh, LLC. And so it's uh, Jordan's Entertainment and Transportation. <laughs> uh, oh, that's so good. And so my brother's uh, my brother's trying to get me off of that boat, and I'm I'm holding fast. <laughs> but he's helping me get the business license gone through and go through all those web pages because he just had to do it as a real estate agent. Mm-hmm. And then for the real estate stuff, I have a great interest in following him in that. Yeah. As long as everything you know nothing devastating happens mm-hmm. as far as as far as that line of work. Goes. Right. Right. So we have a lot more things in common these days. Man, that's good. Um, cool. And I th- I think I've worn him down one of these days to uh, play D and D. It might take another year or two. So someday, long process. Right. So maybe when uh, my family doesn't know this, but I fully plan on coming with a one shot ready when my family gets together in May. <laughs> That's so to, uh, cool, to see man. the baby. And <laughs> so they're gonna like, they're like, "Why is your luggage so heavy?" I'm like, ah, don't worry, don't about worry. It. it's fine." <laughs> All of your source manuals and stuff. Yeah, just like start pulling things out, and they just they walk into the room one day, and I'm just completely set up. Have a seat. Like, this is happening. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Have a seat, cleric.
1: <laughs> You're not going anywhere for at least three to four
0: hours. And if any of my one shots are to speak, I always run late on my one shots. They always take longer than I think they uh-huh. do. I always say like, oh, this would be like a two hour one shot. And like four hours later, <laughs> my players are like, I need to go to uh-huh. bed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Our campaign's kind of been doing that the last couple of sessions. It go. Yeah. You guys, I mean, you guys are into something. And uh, I mean, I'm hyper aware of the uh, of the time. <laughs> Everybody is later than me. Uh-huh. Like I, I'm the earliest through the night than everybody else mm-hmm. is, and so we're sitting there, and it gets to like 11 o'clock for me, and I'm like. <laughs>
1: yeah that one night we didn't go to bed till like 1 30
0: it was like a four-hour session it's, it's always the quest to find a time that works for everybody that's also convenient for everybody right. yeah starting at what nine o'clock for you guys and then what is it later for steven is steven no, even steven's farther in your time zone oh, steven's in my time yeah, zone. he oh,
1: lives okay. in california so he's uh, he's on the pacific time zone
0: you know my other my other group one of them works at uh, a grocery store here mm-hmm. and so we've pretty much been catering to him <laughs> the last Three weeks. Oh man. Working retail sucks. With uh yeah, and his like all of his stuff is getting changed and he's mm-hmm. making a lot of money but he's uh he is exhausted oh, yeah, right now. I bet. And so I like texted him like how you doing? Do <laughs> you, uh, you wanna play? Yeah, totally <laughs> Totally fine if you don't want to. Uh, the session started two hours ago, but uh, don't you worry if you don't want to. <laughs> and it'll be like one one p.m. and he's just waking up. Oh jeez. They're working a lot. Yeah, man. Uh, well, sweet. Well, that's that's the uh, two hour mark for us. Yeah. And so. That's- we have there's a lot more to discuss in uh, in games. I think you always have things you want to talk about with Destiny.
1: Always. I got some stuff loaded, but we can bring we can
0: come back to that next one. We can set aside your own special time for Destiny talk. Maybe I'll load the game up in between now and then and just and get caught up enough to so that I know what you're talking about. <laughs> I saw a video that I've I said I put save for later and it said get to max level in one day. Yeah,
1: that's uh if you <laughs> Yeah, I watched uh, one of those videos that said the same thing and if you want to do that, you sh- you need to plan on spending the whole day. The whole <laughs> <Yeah>. day. <laughs> this is uh, one day for a YouTuber or a streamer on the game. Oh, but, uh, got it. For a uh, full time dad, <laughs> not not gonna happen.
0: <laughs> the YouTuber posts like this took me a day. It's like, well, that's that's
1: great. I'm I did this PvP quest in like an hour. I'm like, dude. I suck at PvP. It takes me like a week to get that many kills.
0: No, it's those, those quests are mm-hmm. insane sometimes. Yes.
1: But uh, yeah, I'm having a lot of fun with it. I'm trying to get my, my dad and my brother to play it with me, but they're like, oh, I'm busy playing these other
0: games, but uh, holding out hope that they can hop on. So that's the, that's the discussion to start off uh, next time as we will, we will dive into the the current games that we're playing outside of, outside of D&D as that D&D will take up its own time. Mm, yes because it's all it's all special like that. Oh yeah. Yeah. We'll uh, we'll wrap up there.
1: Okay. Sounds good.
0: I just press the record button again.